Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. In between a school employee and student that turned physical, I'm Mike Marilla. Most of the reported deaths from Hurricane Ian so far were from drowning. We'll talk about why with a Washington Post reporter at 1110. Preseason hockey caps looking pretty good. 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. In the week since Hurricane Ian hit Florida, officials say they've distributed millions of meals, bottles of water, and 500 generators. President Biden visited Fort Myers today. CBS's Christian Benavides reports. President Biden met with residents and small business owners, pledging cooperation among all levels of government to help people. We're thinking of it, and we're not leaving. We're not leaving until this gets done. I promise you that. Republican Governor Ron DeSantis, a vocal critic of the Biden administration, has praised the ongoing cooperation that began even before the storm. North Korea launches two ballistic missiles toward its eastern waters. More from CBS's David Martin. Earlier this week, they got everybody's attention when they tested an intermediate-range ballistic missile that went all the way over Japan. And after that, the... South Korean government announced that the aircraft carrier uh, Ronald Reagan would be returning to uh, continue operations off the coast of Korea. North Korea says its missile launches are counteraction measures against U.S. South Korea drills. The loved ones of a sick family that was kidnapped from their business in Merced, California on Monday are pleading with the public for help in locating them. An eight-month-old baby is among the missing, along with her parents and uncle. Sukdeep Singh is the brother of one of those missing. I just want to tell all the people who are watching me right now through all this media, every store, gas station, everybody who ever have the cameras, please check the camera. If you guys have any helpful tip or video, please provide it to the sheriff department or law enforcement department. A person of interest is now in custody. A federal appeals court panel orders another review of an Obama-era program preventing the deportation of hundreds of thousands of immigrants brought into the U.S. as children. CBS's Camilo Montoya-Galvez with the latest on the DACA program. A federal appeals court in New Orleans has found that the Obama administration did not have the legal authority to create the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals or DACA program back in 2012. This is the second federal court that has now declared the program illegal. There's been a sharp rise in book bans. CBS's Elaine Cajano reports. Across the country, book banning in libraries and schools is gaining momentum. A recent study found more than 1,600 books were banned in more than 5,000 schools in 32 states. The OPEC Plus Alliance says it's cutting production by 2 million barrels a day, which could pump up U.S. gas prices. The move could help Alliance member Russia weather a looming European ban on oil imports. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 11.03 on Wednesday evening, October 5th of 2022, 59 degrees outside the WTOP studios, lows upper 40s. Good evening, I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. A D.C. deputy mayor is on leave charged with assault and battery. 
The mayor's office confirms it's reviewing video of an argument between the deputy mayor for public safety and another driver outside a Virginia gym on Saturday. Here's WTOP's Megan Cloherty. In the video outside the Gold's Gym in Boston, first obtained by Fox 5, you can see D.C. Deputy Mayor Chris Geldart arguing and pointing at another driver in the parking lot. According to the Arlington County Police report, things escalated after the door of Geldart's parked car hit the victim's car. The report says Geldart, quote, allegedly grabbed the victim by the throat. Geldart is now facing an assault and battery charge from the Saturday afternoon incident. In response, the mayor's office says it's reviewing the matter and issued a statement that says in part, quote, Unfortunately, it sounds like something that happens to a lot of people, a dispute over something minor, and we hope it is resolved quickly. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. We are following breaking news tonight related to the congressional investigation into accusations that the Washington commanders fostered a toxic workplace. In a scathing letter today to House Oversight Committee Chair Carolyn Maloney, a lawyer representing the team says he's learned the investigation is nearing an end, but he says it has not been fair and certainly hasn't sought the truth. Those are his words. That lawyer, former Virginia Congressman Tom Davis, goes on to accuse the committee of setting out from the start to destroy Commander's owner Dan Snyder and drive him from the NFL. He also calls the investigation a politically inspired hatchet job. The letter obtained by the Richmond Times-Dispatch says the committee has ignored important evidence that should be considered and included in the final report. That includes evidence that Davis says shows former team employee Tiffany Johnson's accusations that Snyder made unwanted advances toward her were not true. We are still reviewing the 30-page-plus letter. You can stay with WTOP for more details as they become available. A community leader in Arlington County was killed this weekend while vacationing in the Caribbean and died protecting the one he loved. Kent Carter was first vice president of the Arlington branch of the NAACP and was in the Turks and Caicos Islands to celebrate his 40th birthday. He's done so much in our community in philanthropy and working in volunteerism, and this is really tough. Julius Spain, president of the Arlington NAACP, says Carter's longtime girlfriend who was with him was not hurt when Carter shielded her body from the gunfire. Kent was actually a hero because his girlfriend stated to, to me and, and many others that he jumped on her when he started hearing gunfire and covered her. Police in the Turks and Caicos say the gunfire also killed a local employee and wounded five. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. A video on social media reportedly shows an argument between a student and a school employee at D.C.'s Baloo High School. And it appears to show that school employee put a student in a headlock. Now the school system is commenting. In the video, you can see at WTOP.com, it's unclear what started things, but the clip shows an employee and student in a heated exchange in the classroom. That then turns to the staff member putting the student in a headlock, followed by the student punching the teacher as another person tries to break things up. WTOP sent the video to D.C. Public Schools, which responded without confirming where or when it happened, but did say an interaction was reported that involved a staff member and a student. While saying it can't discuss personnel issues, it said the individual engaged in conduct that does not meet standards and expectations of DCPS staff toward the student, and that the school took immediate steps to report the incident, which is being investigated. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Coming up, what was the main killer during Hurricane Ian? So far, it appears to have been drowning.
We'll talk more about that after traffic and weather. 1107. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. The world's most advanced fighter engine is powering up for tomorrow's missions. Using proven technology, the Pratt & Whitney F-135 Enhanced Engine Package meets the needs of all F-35 operators while saving the taxpayer $40 billion in life cycle costs. Considering an extra engine for the F-35 is extra wasteful and extra risky, the Pratt & Whitney F-135 EEP is the smart decision. Learn more at prattwhitney.com slash F-135EEP. That's prattwhitney.com slash F-135EEP. It's 11 Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th to the WTOP Traffic Center. Here's Rich Hunter. All right, Michelle, right now traveling on the Beltway in Maryland. We've got the work set up on the outer loop between Branch Avenue and the exit for Joint Base Andrews. And there you get by the work zone. Two lanes uh, to the left. Just a brief tap of the brakes. Uh, another work zone, or actually work zone set up in both directions between the American Legion Bridge and Georgetown Pike. Getting by two lanes to the right in each direction past the work. Also working on the inner loop in Tyson's as you head uh, north of 123 toward the Dulles Toll Road. Two right lanes get you by there. The inner loop express lanes closed again tonight between the entrance in Springfield and 66, part of the 66 project. If you're traveling west on 66 as you approach and pass over the beltway headed toward Nutley Street, single file left past the work. After 123 headed toward Route 50, I uh, should be down to a single lane in that work zone. Eastbound 66 between 50 and 123, you're down to a single right lane getting by. Uh, crash out in Manassas was under investigation. Had last check had the eastbound lanes of Sudley Manor Drive closed between Chatsworth Drive and uh, Schofield Way. Again, traffic redirected there as a result. Westbound Sudley Manor was opened some time ago. Prince William Parkway near Miniville Road should find that crash wrapped up and cleared with the lanes reopened in both directions. In uh, Frederick County, in Myersville, or actually in Middletown, Myersville Road, uh, Maryland 17, closed between Pete Wiles Road and Valley View Road that due to downed wires. On the Bay Bridge, westbound span blocked for overnight maintenance. Eastbound carries two-way traffic. One lane for each direction of travel delays have been brief. Silver Diners Fall Menu will warm you up. Try their apple pie, stuffed French toast, or their plant-based oat milk pancakes with blueberries. Learn more at silverdiner.com. Silver Diner, eat well. Be well. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Checking the weather with Amelia Draper. Clouds continue to clear out tonight with lows in the mid-40s to mid-50s. For tomorrow, we're warmer with plenty of sun. It's a really nice day, low to mid-70s. Breezy winds later Friday with highs again in the 70s. And then the weekend is looking chilly with highs warming to around 60 on Saturday, mid-60s on Sunday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 53 in Rockville now, 55 in Ashburn, 57 in District Heights. Lows tonight in the upper 40s. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 11:11. When hurricanes bring their destruction, people often focus on the potential dangers of high winds and not so much high water. However, water, including the storm surge as high as 18 feet in some places, appears to have been the main killing force of Hurricane Ian in Florida. 
I spoke with Washington Post national reporter Meryl Cornfield a little earlier about this. She has been in Florida reporting on the storm. The number of deaths is now at 103. And one thing to note about this storm in particular was it had a big storm surge that really hit southwest Florida. That area is particularly vulnerable if you think about homes that are one story these waters were reaching over those houses that meant that slightly more than half of the victims drowned well different agencies count storm deaths in different ways right that's some of the challenge in in reporting this storm Absolutely. Not only is it a challenge to count fatalities, it's also a challenge to think about who's missing. With this storm like this, especially with that kind of a surge, the water took up a lot of debris and people with it. That means that it's even harder for rescuers to know where to go. Are we getting any sense at all of how many people just stayed put? They didn't evacuate because they think, oh, I've been through this before. You know, rescuers don't really have a good idea about that. I spent the last two days with Virginia Beach's task force that has flown in to help with the search efforts. And we were in this RV park that was really decimated in the storm right off the beach. Rescuers were using cadaver dogs to assess where people could be, but they didn't know if that RV park had been fully evacuated, if someone um, had stayed, if they could find people that had stayed that lived in an adjacent community. Are we getting any sense that this is something we can change in terms of the narrative, uh, getting people to think differently about storms, especially when they're in vulnerable areas like you mentioned in Florida? That's a great question. This is something that experts talk about when these storms hit and are especially deadly. People just don't always realize how dangerous hurricanes can be. They can carry with them not just a storm surge, but tornadoes, heavy winds. Experts warn people to be cautious when it comes to these hurricanes. If you are under mandatory evacuation, evacuate. Well, Meryl, before I let you go, is there anything else you want to share in terms of things you saw as you were following this particular team? As we were walking through the community, what really struck me was seeing everyone's belongings, seeing a life that people had built in their homes that was now forever gone. Uh, these residents haven't been able to get back onto the island. They know probably that their home is gone, but maybe they aren't sure about that. It was just devastating to see the amount of rubble left behind. I'm sure you think about, you know, what if that was me and my whole life is laying in my yard and, and where do I start? Absolutely. That's Washington Post national reporter Merrill Cornfield. Up ahead on WTOP, it's finally over. The Nats' disappointing season in New York. 1114. I am Thomas Myers, president of IBW Local 26. Do you own an electrical contracting business? Would you like assistance with obtaining more work? Are you seeking more networking opportunities, help finding the most highly trained workers? Do you want the best pay and benefits for your employees? If so, then consider partnering with IBW Local 26. By partnering with the Electricians Union, you can take your business to the next level. IBW Local 26 represents more than 150 contractors of all sizes. We provide world-class training to more than 10,000 skilled electricians. And we handle health care and retirement benefits so you don't have to. 
Contact IBW Local 26 to learn about how we can help grow your business. Go to IBWLocal26.org. That's IBEWLocal26.org. Click on the Business Opportunities tab to start growing today. IBW, wired for growth. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And now, Steve Dresner. We'll start with baseball. The season finale for the Nats as they were beaten by the New York Mets 9-2. Eric Fetty started the game for Washington going two and a third innings. He allowed nine runs, nine hits, struck out one and walked two. After the game, Nats manager Davey Martinez on his starting pitcher. He's got a live arm here. You know, and when, when he's on, he's really good, but uh, it's consistency with him. He's got he's to start getting consistent every five days. The Nats finished with the worst record in the majors at 55 and 107. American League action, Baltimore split a doubleheader with the Blue Jays. They took game one 5-4, but fell to Toronto in game two, the final 5-1. An NHL preseason action where the Caps down Detroit 4-2. They improved to 3-1-1 and they'll host Columbus on Saturday night. And the Big Ten coaches and media polls are out in women's college basketball. Maryland is picked to finish fourth and Terpscar Diamond Miller was voted to the Big Ten All-Conference team. Steve Dresner, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. D.C.'s Deputy Mayor for Public Safety and Justice is accused of assault after an argument outside a gym in Arlington over a car door. Chris Geldart has been charged with assault and battery. He's on personal leave pending an investigation. A Northern Virginia NAACP leader was shot dead Sunday while vacationing in the Turks and Caicos Islands. Local police say Kent Carter, vice president of the NAACP's Arlington branch, was killed when gang members opened fire on a car. And President Biden has toured hurricane-ravaged areas of Florida, surveying storm damage by helicopter and bringing a pledge that federal, state, and local governments will work all as one to help rebuild homes and businesses there. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Dozens of firefighters and paramedics and doctors from our area are now more than a 1,000 miles away helping the victims of Hurricane Ian. Maryland Task Force 1, the urban search and rescue team hosted by Montgomery County Fire and Rescue, has been in Florida since Saturday. We've been approached by people that say that they have lost everything. Battalion Chief Chase Fabricio is head of the task force. He says sometimes it's not just digging through rubble, it's connecting people with the local services to at least get the initial concern off their shoulders. They don't have to worry about food and water and shelter. They can now focus on the other aspects and moving on in their lives and starting the recovery process. Virginia Task Force 1, headed by Fairfax County, is also in Florida. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Rich Hunter. All right, traveling 66 westbound. First work zone as you approach the Beltway. Single file left gets you by. Then, as you approach Nutley Street, two left lanes get you by the work zone. The exit to Nutley Street, that means both north and southbound, close. That's exit 62. As a result of that work, you're diverted further west to 123. Now, as you approach and pass Route 50 Fairfax, exit 57, single file left gets you by there. The on-ramp from 50 westbound to go west on 66, that ramp is closed. Have not gotten any word that the ramps to westbound 50 and eastbound 50 from 66 west are closed. 
but be aware that may be a situation. Now, further west between 28 Centerville and 29 Centerville, single left lane gets you by. The exit to 29 in Centerville, exit 52, closed by the work zone. Eastbound 66, approaching 234 Sudley Road. Single right lane gets you by the work zone. The ramp from the ramp that comes from both north and south Sudley Road to go east on 66, closed as part of that work. Uh, so be prepared for that. You will not be able to exit there. Eastbound between 29 Centerville and the Fairfax County Parkway, single left lane gets you by. As you approach 50, headed toward 123, single right lane. And then inside the Bellway approaching Route 7, single file left past the work. Uh, crash under investigation, still closing eastbound Sudley Manor Road in Manassas between Chatsworth Drive and Schofield Way. They're thinking at least a couple more hours before the road reopens. Royalty is coming to Maryland. Play the new Cash is King and Lady Luck scratch offs from the Maryland Lottery with prizes up to $2 million instantly. And please play responsibly. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Clouds continue to clear out tonight with lows in the mid-40s to mid-50s. Plenty of sun and nice tomorrow with highs in the low to mid-70s. Mid to upper 70s on Friday, becoming breezy later in the day with a bit of a breeze out there on Saturday and a cold day warming to only around 60. On Sunday, we'll have highs in the low to mid 60s with plenty of sun and lighter winds. By Monday, we warm into the upper 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 58 outside the WTOP studios right now. Lows tonight in the upper 40s. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, new criticism for the governor of Virginia over an advertisement. It's 1121. Here's Mike Cecilia, the executive vice president for industries at Oracle on the Cloud Exchange, sponsored by Oracle. We believe that healthcare is ripe for transformation. And we believe with the right injection of technology into companies like Cerner, you know, which is uh, which is the company that we just acquired, we can really create better outcomes for both patients and providers. We view it uh, not just as a business, but as an obligation as well. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Oracle. Oracle Cloud redefines innovation with enterprise-ready solutions and integrated services, allowing government to build, manage, and secure critical workloads seamlessly in the cloud or on-premises. Government agencies trust Oracle Cloud with FedRAMP high-accredited cloud regions supporting all of your data workloads. Learn more at oracle.com slash federal. That's oracle.com slash federal. 1122. The dark web can be like a restaurant for identity thieves. Hi, ready to order? I'll have the driver's license number. Great, that comes with a home address or a birth date. Ooh, both, please. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. If you become a victim, we'll work to fix it. No one can monitor all transactions, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey, Jen, it's been a while. Hey, Bob, what's up? You still doing temp accounting projects? No, I got hired permanently as a senior accountant. How did that happen? Cordia Resources placed me with a company that needed temporary accounting folks. And next thing you know, the company offered me a full-time job. I need to call Cordia Resources. You should. They do temp and perm placements in accounting, finance, HR, contracts, and IT. Gotta go. This is my train. Cordia, C-O-R-D-I-A, resources.com. This is WTOP News. 1123. Maryland's governor could be called to testify in a federal court case. 
The explanation from WTOP's Kate Ryan. Federal court documents show that Governor Larry Hogan is on the witness list in the case against his former aide, Roy McGrath. The case is based on fraud and embezzlement charges against McGrath, who led the Maryland Environmental Service before he was named as Hogan's chief of staff. McGrath got a severance agreement of more than $233,000 when he left the Environmental Service and had insisted that Governor Hogan okayed the arrangement. McGrath is accused of falsifying documents to boost his claim. Governor Hogan has been adamant he did not know about or approve the deal. The news that Hogan's on the witness list in the case was first reported by the Daily Record. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. And Governor Hogan's spokesperson Michael Ricci tells WTOP in an email that Hogan's office has been actively assisting with the ongoing federal investigation and is confident that the justice system will uphold the public trust. The election to replace a Northern Virginia lawmaker is coming together. It follows the resignation of longtime Democratic delegate Mark Keem last month. Keem represented the 35th district, which includes Tysons, Vienna, Dunloring, and Oakton. And this coming Saturday, the Fairfax County Democratic Committee there will welcome voters who will choose their nominee to replace Keem. Candidates include Fairfax County School Board member Carl Frisch and nonprofit leader Holly Siebold. The winner goes on to face a Republican candidate who has not been named yet, Steve Knott chair of the county's Republican committee says they're early in the process. We just posted the application form, so it may be a few days to a week before we can get our list together. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Virginia Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin is facing criticism from Democrats tonight. His political ad maker recently got a six-figure state contract to produce a state tourism ad featuring the governor. Richmond-based pool house made the winning bid for the project and got a $268,000 contract to produce the Governor's Welcome Project ad. The Richmond Times-Dispatch reports the ad was designed for distribution and display in airports and in tourism welcome centers. It shows popular tourist destinations around the state and includes a welcome and some narration by Yunkin. The Virginia Tourism Corporation reached out May 5th to three advertising companies, offering them a chance to bid on the project. Poolhouse responded with a bid the same day. A second firm did not respond. A third said it could not meet the scope of work. Democratic Party of Virginia Chairwoman Susan Swecker calls it a scheme to use taxpayer dollars for what is basically a presidential campaign video. She says it raises ethical and possible criminal questions, and she's urging an investigation. It's 11:25. Money news at 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Wall Street's first losses of the week. The Dow down just 42 points. Payroll firm ADP says private employers added 208,000 jobs in September, led by healthcare, education, and hospitality. Applications for a mortgage fell to the lowest level since 1997 last week. The Washington Business Journal says George Mason University, Virginia's largest school, is seeking proposals to redevelop 300 acres near its main Fairfax campus. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Overall, Asian stocks are mixed. In Tokyo, they are up almost 1%. Still ahead on WTOP, the president visits Florida and the area's hardest hit. He flies over in a plane. 1127. That sound? That's flowers putting up a fight. Thousands of them at the Alzheimer's Association walk to end Alzheimer's, carried by people committed to the cause. It doesn't matter what obstacles are in their way. Just like flowers, our participants keep going, raising funds and awareness for a breakthrough in the fight against Alzheimer's and all other dementia. Now it's time to... This episode is brought to you by Zell. 
Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.